Hello and welcome to the Dragons A Real podcast. So today I'm going to be covering Havoc Brigade by Grant Howitt. Now Grant Howitt, for those that don't know, is a prolific writer. He's behind the Spire and Heart RPGs. Uh, he also has a Patreon where he releases lots of, lots of one-shot RPGs like um, Honey Heist, which is one of his most famous ones, and he's released these as a compendium. So today I'm going to be looking at Havoc Brigade. So Havoc Brigade is a rules-light role-playing game. Uh, it uses a D6 pool system, and basically you're playing as a group of orcs against the city of humans. So the orcs have been at war for a long time with the humans, um, and the different clans have all been fighting the humans and each other, but this is no more. The great warlord Skull Smasher has united all the tribes under a single banner, and he started to push back against the humans. And he's formed a specialist crack squad of orcs who are tough and smart called the Havoc Brigade. And their plan is to infiltrate the human cities and get out alive. And you are one of the specialist team of um, the Havoc Brigade. Now the game uses pre-gens. Uh, so there is no character creation rules in this. There's some nice pre-gens for you to use here. And it's a single mission RPG. So the idea is that you are going to infiltrate the city of Freiburg. You're going to capture the much-hated Prince Theodore Holstein. So it's up to you to take one of the pregens to make your plans and infiltrate the city. There are a couple of other alternative missions that you can play, but these are just one-liners. So as I said, it's a D6 pool system. You grab a number of D6, you roll them, and each four, five, or six is a success. And you're trying to um, get a number of successes and beat the target number. And this is achieved by the GM rolling dice. And for each four, five, or six they get, they cancel out one of your successes. So your pool starts with one dice. And then if you've got an applicable skill, you can add another dice to your pool. And then each piece of equipment that is appropriate, that is on your sheet, you can also add one dice. However, each piece of equipment is limited use, and once it runs out, then that is out of ammo, you've lost it, or you've just got bored of it. And you can use as many pieces of equipment as you want on a roll, as long as you can justify it. Each of the orc has a couple of drives. Uh, these are limited use, and when you follow one of your drives, you can add another two dice to your pool. You also got two slots called That's Dead Good, and when you use one of these slots, you can help one of your fellow orcs, which allows them to re-roll all their dice. And also, you have a cunning plan. Again, this is a uh, use once per game, and if you're following a cunning plan that you've devised, then you can add another two dice to the roll. And the last thing is what they call mayhem. And this is you a way for you to add to between two and a bucket full of dice to your roll. Uh, these dice come from the suspicion pool of the GM, which we'll come to in a minute. And you can do this once per game. You have your dice pool and the GM is going to have a dice pool that rolls against you. And this covers the, the difficulty of the task, uh, any NPCs that might be in their way. The GM can assign a task and a number between 0 and 3, and that is how many dice they are rolling. And each success they roll, then it cancels one of the orcs' successes. If you are facing off against some humans, uh, a human group, then they're going to be rolling a number of dice for the NPC's roll. If the task is dangerous, 
when you're playing a, uh, when you're rolling against a human group then each success you have over the opposition adds one wound to them and likewise if they're rolling more than you then the wounds are going to apply to you now the gm can also add dice from their suspicion pool and the number of dice they can add from that pool is up to them and we'll go to that in a minute there's no such thing as initiative players act in any order they want and each can act once per turn and the gm doesn't have any actions they're just reacting to what the orc players are doing each orc has five wounds and once they are all ticked off that orc is dying and unless they are healed before the end of the scene or they take more damage then they will die at the end of that scene but as up to that point they can act as normal just that you really need to heal them or they're going to be no more um, orcs can obviously heal each other but they can only be healed once per scene and if you're playing a group of goblins which is one of the options you can't heal any of your little gobbos because they're weak and feeble and they just die at the end of a combat then the orcs can scavenge the area and to simulate that the gm rolls a d6 and that's how many pieces of equipment are found and those equipment are created by the players and the gm together uh, you have a limited space on your character sheet to add your scavenged items each has a number of uses and once they're gone they're gone so this is the way it handles encumbrance you have three slots for scavenged items um, and that is it okay we've talked about the suspicion pool and the way that the characters can create mayhem and grab from this pool so how does the suspicion pool work basically it has a number of base dice depending on the area the orcs are in on the outskirts of the city their base number will be two and as they move into the center of the city this base pool increases up to a maximum of six if you're in the places like the palace the gm can also add to the suspicion pool at any time when the orcs are doing something that would draw attention to themselves they can add up to three dice at a time into the pool depending on the weight of the actions they are taking that are drawing attention to themselves also if the orcs are being sneaky and taking great care then this pool can also have dice removed from it so when it's a gm's turn they can draw dice from the suspicion pool and add any number they want when the dice are used they are set off to one side and they can't be used again however as we know the orcs can create mayhem and when the orcs create mayhem they grab all of the dice from the suspicion pool that is the ones the gm has not rolled and the ones they have already rolled and adds them to their dice roll once this um, has been resolved then the gm suspicion pool will revert back to the base dice value for the area when it comes to antagonists and the bad guys uh, they have a group they are the individuals each of them is a group of a threat that you have to face and each of them has a morale number when that morale number is reduced to zero then that group is no longer effective and no longer a threat so it might be you've killed all the town guard or it may be that you've done so much that they've just whistled away and they've slunk back into the shadows there's a very brief GM advice section which basically says make it fun, keep it lively and make it comedic. Then we come on to the pregen. So each of the pregens is uh, orcs or a group of goblins and each of them has three skills. They have five or six pieces of equipment. Each piece of equipment can be used once and three or four times. They have a drive which uh, explains what they're trying to achieve. 
And then there are three items slots where you can put your scavenged item. And these items can have two, three or four uses depending on which slot they're put into. Then we have the five health. And then the slots for that's dead good, cutting plant and mayhem. So there's a few of the orc pregens. And then there also there's a goblin pregen. Um, they have lots of equipment, but most of the equipment is one use only. So it's shared between all the different gobbos. Um, and then when you take damage, instead of taking health, you lose one of your goblin. And each of your little goblin has got a name. And there's one called Stinky Pete. I had no, it doesn't refer to me at all. And any resemblance is purely coincidental. There is a map of the city of Freiburg. And then there's a list of the bad guys. And the bad guys have a name and a basic description of what they are, who they are led by. And then there's a description of three words to give them a flavour for the GM. They have a number of pieces of equipment. Some are multiple uses, some are fixed uses like in the player's equipment. And they have a morale value. If we look at the constables of the Crown who patrol the city streets, they are led by Captain Stoke, an incredibly tired woman. They are overworked, underprepared and corrupt. The equipment they have is clubs which has two uses and a well-worn crossbows which has one use and their morale is eight. And there's a few different types of threats for you to put into the game. So where does this game come from? Well, Grant Hewitt was running a game for his local group where he was running a Dark Heresy um, scenario and he was using the Warhammer 40k setting and rules but he thought it was a bit too crunchy he wanted something a bit lighter so he took inspiration from games like Lady Blackbird by John Harper um, and Marvel Super Heroic Roleplaying for the Doom Pool and created this nice little gem of a game. So why am I covering Havoc Brigade today? Well one of the reasons is at time of recording this um, Grant has a Kickstarter called Eat the Reich. And Eat the Reich, you play as vampires, where you parachute into the city of Paris, and you're to drink the Nazi blood and ultimately drink Hitler's blood. It's a one-shot with pre-gens, just like Havoc Brigade, but interestingly enough, it uses the Havoc Brigade system, or a variation of it. Um, it's a D6 pool system, um, and... There is some, in the updates, there is a brief description of the game. Uh, it doesn't go into too much detail yet, but we can try and work out what is happening here. So basically, in this game, instead of having skills, there are seven stats, and each stat has a number of D6 in it. Uh, and you, that is for your pool. There is equipment, just like in Havoc Brigade, which is a certain number of uses, but it also has an ability and if you meet that abilities criteria, then you can add extra dice to your pool. So, for example, if you're using an exquisite hunting rifle, that's one use. But if you are in an elevated position, you can add another dice to the pool. If you are using your explosive runes, that has three uses. But if you're using the concealed, that adds another two dice to the pool. So I like what he's done with equipment. It gives it a bit more flavour for this setting. Each of the characters has three special abilities, which uh, slightly breaks the rules and makes them a bit unique. There is a system for advances. Um, so you can, unlike Havoc Brigade, where your orcs are your orcs and that's it, these vampires can be slightly um, advanced or leveled up three different times. And then we've got the injuries. 
Now, I have backed Eat the Reich, and as it uh, hits one of its stretch goals, Grant is going to be releasing this Havoc Brigade game uh, core rules as an SRD so we can build our own games out of it. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's a, I love a little dice pool system. Uh, Western games, Star Wars, D6, great system and the Legend system. Uh, what I like about D6 pool, it's tactile as you're getting uh, better, you're improving the chances, you're adding dice to your hand. It's very easy to calculate your odds. It's a 50-50 for each dice. If you've got four dice, the likelihood is you're going to roll two successes, but you just never know. So do check out Happer Brigade, and uh, if it's still running, check out Eat the Reich or pick it up later on. So thank you, as always, for listening. I do appreciate it. If you need to get in touch with me, then check out the website, petejones.neocities.org. It's got links to all my socials, the web store, etc., the podcast. So check that out if you want to get in touch with me. But as always, that's it for now. Thank you all once again, and I'll catch you all on the flip side.